0: biggest challenges that i had in my early 20s that i knew was holding me back from actually achieving the things that i wanted to achieve was that i would start and i wouldn't finish and i wouldn't finish because i would believe that a if i put in the work that i wouldn't get the result b i wouldn't finish because i simply wasn't disciplined enough i wasn't in the habit and i didn't have that skill cultivated Of being able to finish and that skill of being able to finish is also the skill of not quitting and that's a skill that can be cultivated if you work on it and the way that you work on that skill is by doing things that require you to not quit it's by doing things that require you to push deep and they take that moment where for me quitting was my problem and I was confronted with that moment of quitting quitting And I was confronted with it again and again and again. And I had to consciously make the decision to push through. Now, the moment that really changed my life in a very significant way took course over uh, about 23 hours and 41 minutes was about how long this one took. But I hadn't yet experienced what it would feel like to be on the opposite side of quit. And so for many, many years leading up to this point, I had said that I was going to finish something and I started it, but I didn't see it through. And again, I knew that this was costing me in my relationships, in my career, in my health, in my diet. I knew that this was costing me in all four of these major components of my life, definitely my spiritual life as well. And so for 23 hours, 41 minutes, I spent 23 hours, 41 minutes worth of time on a Stairmaster. And what I was trying to do with the Stairmaster was faux summit Mount Everest, 29,029 feet. And I remember it's about 3 a.m., 4 a.m. And I've been on the Stairmaster for, I don't know, eight or nine hours at this point. Not even that. Probably six, seven hours. And I'm spent. And I'm about... Mm, a quarter of the way through about a quarter of the way through. And you know, it's three, four in the morning and there's no one in this gym besides me. And I say to myself, you know what, I'm going to take a little bit of a break. And when I say that I'm going to take this break, like I had already decided that I was done. I was done trying to finish this challenge and I hadn't even completed it. And I remember I was was on the ground, and what happened was this lady walked into the gym, and I guess she was the one that was in charge of the gym. Uh, Or at least she ran the night shift, and I will just never forget her. And what she did was she turned on this death metal. And it sounded like you had opened up the gates of hell, and she had this music turned up all the way to probably a 20 out of 10. And so here I am, I've been literally in the most grueling physical challenge of my life up until this point. And I am on the ground trying to rest, trying to somehow convince myself that I'm gonna get back on the stairmaster and that I'm going to finish this 29,029 feet. And then this death metal comes on. And I can only say to you that that moment that hour of being on the ground of this internal battle of, do I stay? Do I go? Do I finish this? Do I not finish this? I have, why why am I doing this? You know, that's the question that made me think of why, why am I doing this? What would compel me to stay on the Stairmaster? Why am I trying to get this done? And ultimately through the grace of God, and I truly mean that and really through that self-determination and that will I was able to get through the challenge in 23 hours, 41 minutes, not because I had motivation to do it, but because the one thing I was trying to accomplish was push past quit. And that quit came up almost every minute. It came up every second. And that's how it was for really the first 18 hours was I just wanted to quit. I wanted to quit. I wanted to quit. And that thought would not leave my head. It just would not leave my head. And then eventually, I got to this point where I just said, you know what, F it, F it. I am going to get this done if it freaking kills me. I'm going to get this done. And it didn't make, you know, my body feel any better per se, but mentally, the game had completely changed. And I was able to finish that final six hours probably, I don't even want to lie and say I was able to finish it easier than the first 18 17. It really wasn't that way, but just mentally I knew that I could get it done because I'd finally pushed past a point of quit. And I'm going to say something. And if you're listening to this, I don't mean this to hurt your feelings, because I know that the challenge that you are facing is a challenge that a lot of people face, you know, someone who I love and you know that I would consider them obviously in in great physical health, but they're still looking at their life saying, Hey, I'd like to be able to lose a little bit of weight. And this isn't just true for this person. This is true for the vast majority of people that try to lose weight. You know, they see their goal as a number. And then once they hit that number, they're done. They've reached the goal. So there's nowhere else to go for it. And so what happens is they have this motivation. They have this drive. So I'm going to go lose 20 pounds, 30 pounds, 40 pounds. And what happens is sometimes they can do it. I mean, the people that are dedicated enough, they'll do it. And they'll lose the weight. But what happens is they lose the weight and they see that number on the scale. And it registers in their mind. I did it. I did it. I was able to do it. And then what happens is they slide. They slide back and they say, well, I reached my goal. So what am I going to do to celebrate me reaching my goal? I'm going to go have one cheat meal tonight. And so they have that cheat meal. And then that one night, maybe a week later, they have another cheat. And then after that, it's six days later and then five days later. But the cycle repeats itself. And ultimately, what I've recognized for anyone that is struggling with a diet, and when people say that they have a diet problem, I'm going to let you know it's that you don't have a diet problem. You have a discipline problem. And one of the most apparent places that your discipline is lacking is in your diet. And look, here is the great news. And the great news is this, is that there is a simple and an incredibly easy way to be able to improve your discipline. There's actually a way to be able to break the cycle of self-defeating addiction that people inflict upon themselves. There is a way to do it. But here's the tough reality. It's by practicing the one thing that you're failing at every day. That's what you've got to do. You know, if you have a diet problem, that means that you probably have a food problem. So you're over consuming, you're under consuming, you're consuming the wrong foods, you're not consuming at the right times. So you have literally got to be disciplined enough to work on every single one of those aspects of your diet. And here's the thing, if you focus on making improvements to all of those areas of your intake and outtake, that weight is going to take care of itself. And here's what I'm actually trying to get to is that the focus is not on the weight. Throw the freaking weighing machine away. You know, for me, I could throw 26.2 miles away. I can throw 50 miles away. For me, running ultra marathon, it's not about the distance. It's not about the distance. For me, what I'm trying to do on these runs is I'm trying to latch onto something that is going to be eternal for the rest of my life. And something I know I'm going to have to work on for the rest of my life is not quitting. It's not quitting. And so how I'm able to run a marathon, how I'm able to run an ultra marathon, it's not about, it's not about you know running 26.2 miles or 30 miles or 35 miles or 40 miles. It's not what it's about. It's about being disciplined enough every single time that little voice in my head comes up and says, uh, you can quit. What I'm doing is I'm pushing past that. And I'm giving myself the conditional grace of not giving into my weak voice. And so what I'm doing is I'm getting in the habit of building up strength to push past moments of pain, moments where I want to quit, moments where I literally have zero motivation. Literally, let me tell you this, my motivation to run ultra marathons, it stopped after about mile one of that first marathon I ran, I don't even know, I couldn't even tell you. It has. I am so many miles removed from it, hundreds. I am hundreds of miles removed from motivation, hundreds. And the only way that I've been able to do and get to the point that I'm at is by latching on to something greater than a distance. The only way that you're actually able to live your life in great health is by latching on to something greater than a number. It's about being able to build up the right systems that will propel you to be successful throughout the day in all of the micro-disciplines. And the system that you have got to build is a system of discipline. And it's that simple. So just recognize, if you have a fitness goal, you know, if it's an eight pack, if it's losing 40 pounds, those are good goals. Those are attainable goals, but those are also temporary goals. And what you've got to do is you've got to cling yourself to the eternal. And when you cling yourself to the eternal, what you'll find out is that there is always, always room for improvement. And that's where you get real, meaningful, and lasting change. That's how you do it.